B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. Forgive and forget with Tad and Drex on B98.5. You need forgiveness. We help you ask for it. Hey, Laura, what did you do? Well, I killed Cupid and I have to apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I just completely snapped and lost my mind on Valentine's Day and I have to do something about it. So I'm here to beg forgiveness. Uh Uh-oh, what happened? I live in this really nice neighborhood, and my next-door neighbors are James and Dana. And you know the type. They're like the perfect couple, beautiful, active, everybody's favorite. Oh, God, the Instagram couple. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. The real test is, do they exercise together? Of course they do. Are you crazy? (laughs) And Barbie. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it makes you want to barf. Why can't you stand it? Why does it bother you so much? Well, because I recently got divorced and I'm already dealing with enough, like trying to get used to my new life and being alone and having the, the, the horrible thought of having to date again and the whole thing. It's like in my face, right? You know, my life is just derailed and theirs is perfect. Laura, you said that you killed Cupid. Are Dana and James still alive? Are they in danger? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, see, here's the thing. Okay, so the whole neighborhood loves them, right? And the HOA lets them do whatever they want. And they have this obsession with those inflatable lawn decoration Mm -hmm. things, you know, those huge blow-up things that you put on your lawn. And every month they put a different one out. It is like there's Frosty for December. And, of course, for February, there's this big Cupid. So one night after having a whole bottle of wine to myself because I was drowning my sorrows. At least it wasn't a box. (laughs) I just snuck outside. It was kind of dark outside and I went crazy on the Cupid. I mean, I just went nuts and I poked a hole in it and he deflated. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Are we we talking kitchen knife, a single white female on this thing? No comment. Oh, So why do you want to ask for forgiveness? I think Tina, who's like our, our across the street neighbor and happens to be best friends with Dana, I think she saw me and I'm afraid Tina's going to tell her before I say anything. So I kind of want to get ahead of it, you know, and I feel like I need to apologize. It is a what we call a mitigating circumstance if you go and you confess before Tina rats you out, right? Right. I'm curious if you didn't think Tina saw you, would you still be apologizing? Ooh. Again, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, sit tight. We're going to call Dana in about 10 minutes and see if we can get her to forgive you for killing Cupid. Thanks. Forgive and forget on B98.5. Is it too late now to say sorry? You need forgiveness. Tad and Drex help you ask for it. Laura was just telling us that she's got some over-the-top romantic neighbors. They do those inflatables on their lawn, not just during Christmas, but year-round. In fact, they had an inflatable Cupid out there. Well, Laura, who's a divorcee, was feeling down on her luck and full of wine, went over and popped a hole in their Cupid. Problem is, she thinks one of the other neighbors saw her, so she needs to ask forgiveness before the other neighbor rats her out. Laura, sit tight as we get Dana on the phone. Hello, Dana? Yeah, hello. Hi, it's Tad Drex and Kara at B98.5. Hi. <laughs> we are calling you because we want to ask you about something that happened on Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have any idea what, what I'm talking about? If you're talking about a little neighborhood drama, maybe. (laughs) 
I'm curious if you know who destroyed your inflatable Cupid. I do know this. How do you know I this? I do know. I saw everything on my ring camera. <laughs> oh, no. So I do know what happened All right. <laughs> so, Dana, I just want to I want to let you know that the person who's responsible for who I assume that you know yes. is Laura. And she's, yes. she's on the phone with us right now. Oh, dear. Laura. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dana, I'm so relieved that you know, but I'm so mortified. I'm really sorry. That was such a lame thing to do. I'm so sorry. You seemed like you were going through something. It was really entertaining. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time, to be honest (laughs) with you. I've been feeling terrible about it because I know those things are expensive, and you guys obviously love them, and I just felt bad. We don't love them. He loves them. So, you know, I was even thinking about sending you a thank you note. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that makes me feel so much better. Well, what is next month is uh, March, so St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Patrick's yeah. Day. I, I don't know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Got to get a leprechaun yeah, out there. Or, Laura, yeah, Laura has a couple pints of Guinness, and who knows? <laughs> Dana, do you want to pay Laura to destroy the leprechaun? I think we should definitely, like, drink a bottle of wine, and then we'll plan the death you know, for the rest of the year and see who we want to take that. This is like a game of Clue. It's like it was Dana with the wine and the kitchen knife. (laughs) And by the way, I also still have the video from the ring camera, which you absolutely have to see because it's so hilarious. You know. Uh, Dana, I know it's a a formality, but we got to do it. Are you willing to forgive and forget Laura? Of course I am. Oh, oh, thank you. She even said it. She's willing to forgive, forget, and thank. (laughs) (laughs) On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Tomorrow morning, Greg hasn't paid up on a Super Bowl bet. He says he's being followed, and he needs to just let his wife know that she could be in danger as well. Uh, Honey, will you forgive me for all of this? (laughs) I'm a gambler. I put you in danger. (laughs) What a mess. Forgive and forget tomorrow morning at 7. There's a lot going on in the world, and we tell you about the important stuff. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters 726. Temperatures dropping as we go through the morning until around 1 o'clock this afternoon. 35 right now. Actually, it's down to 31, so be careful of the black ice on the roads. Mark Aram checks that again in a couple of minutes. Traffic update. Uh, right now, what's going on with you, Kara? Would you say you haven't been on your best behavior in the past year or so? Because <laughs> despite being stuck inside for a year, Georgia somehow became more sinful, at least according to Wallet Hub. They took the seven deadly sins and crunched the info to determine the most sinful states in America. Georgia actually climbed the ranks a bit this year to come in fourth, just behind Nevada, of course, Sin City, right. California, and Texas. And then Florida rounded out the top five. Well, but yeah. Georgia actually <laughs> ranked number one in jealousy. And that's for the second year in a row. So there's a bunch of people walking around green with envy, wanting other people's stuff. They're jealous because other people's liquor cabinets are still full and they have to go to the store. <laughs> well, the jealousy works in my wife's business. She's a real estate agent. And, uh, you know, she, she knows if two people are friends and she can get one person to maybe go look at a house and maybe put an offer, she'll immediately call that person's friend and be like, oh, you know, Jen's looking at a house down here. Oh, really? They're going to move? Well, maybe it's time for us to start looking, too. Ooh, playing dirty. Y'all ready for a good feeling? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I get a good feeling.
Yeah. Did you guys have a cool principal when you were in school? Yes. You did? Mr. Vera, followed by Mr. Cantwell. I had two cool elementary school principals. Mine were kind of terrifying, especially <laughs> Dr. Sowers from Pope High School. If anybody's listening out there that knows that name, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Ooh. But the Georgia Association of Secondary Principals chose its principal of the year, and Marietta High School principal Keith Ball was the big winner. He was awarded the honor last week during a virtual ceremony. He started being the principal over at Marietta High School in 2018. And since then, they've seen their graduation rates rise, their standardized test scores improve, and they've received multiple recognitions for academic achievement. So now Principal Ball is in the running for the National Principal of the Year Award. So fingers crossed that he makes it. I was waiting to hear Tad's principal's names because, you know, some of the names. The greatest names ever. Tad, your names growing up, the people that you talk about are great. So I was waiting to hear. Oh, my gosh. So I was going to hold mine back. My my principal in elementary school, very like, would have thought it was Tad's principal, Mr. Bugarelli. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Mr. Bugarelli's office. He's got a real thick mustache. eh? (laughs) Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Good morning, Jasmine and Johns Creek. Good morning. Could you kick Kara out of the studio for us? Kara, please exit stage left. (laughs) I'm gone, Jasmine. Good luck. Thank you. We are going to ask you five pop culture trivia questions while Kara stands outside the room. We'll bring her back in, ask her the same questions. If you answer more right than Kara, she's going to have to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. Question one today is Fab Tuesday, signifying the start of what celebration in New Orleans? Mardi Gras. Number two, Olivia Wilde used Valentine's Day to move in with Harry Styles. What is Harry's favorite type of sugar? Watermelon. Number three, name the Super Bowl halftime performer that turns 31 today. Of the weekend. Number four, the internet's debating which is cuter, Baby Yoda or Gizmo from the Gremlins. Baby Yoda is featured in what Disney Plus show? The Mandalorian. And number five, it was 14 years ago today, Britney Spears walked into a hair salon in L.A. and asked the stylist to do what? Shave her hair. Let's bring Kara back in. I think we have a five for five. Jasmine and Johns Creek, all business this morning. Tad getting all five right. Very efficient. Very efficient. I'm not not sure about Harry Styles. I was going to be like, careful, 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 careful. What? What? Uh, Nothing. You didn't hear. All right. So here's what's going to happen. We're not going to tell Kara if she's right or wrong until the end. Same questions, Kara. Number one, today's Fat Tuesday, signifying the start of what celebration in New Orleans? Mardi Gras. Question two, Olivia Wilde used Valentine's Day to move in with Harry Styles. What's Harry's favorite type of sugar? Watermelon sugars. I want more berries. Number three, (laughs) name the Super Bowl halftime performer that turns 31 today? The Weeknd. Number four, Internet's debating which is cuter, Baby Yoda or Gizmo? From the Gremlins, Baby Yoda is featured in what Disney Plus show? The Mandalorian. Number five is 14 years ago today, Britney Spears walked into a hair salon in L.A. and asked the stylist to do what? Shave her head. Jasmine and Johns Creek got all five right. So did Kara. And all Uh, ties do go to the house. That's the rules. We didn't write the rules, but all ties go to the house because Kara puts up 100 bucks of her own money. Kara, your new record, 965 wins and just 32 losses. Great game, Jasmine. Yay, thank you.
We will play again tomorrow morning, 635 and 735. You can sign up at tadandrex.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing. Thank you. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Kara. Good morning. My wife went behind my back, found out the sex of our baby, and picked out a name without telling me. My kid knows. I don't know. Stop it. I don't want to find out the sex of mm, You don't? I made that clear. No, there's no reason for it. There's yeah, nothing... but don't you want to do something cool with like a nursery or We're something? We're not going to paint any rooms or anything. And I think there are so few surprises in life. Yeah, it is the one true and only surprise right. in life. And did you find out, Tad, with your five-year-old no. son, Sam? Okay. I didn't find out with my son, okay. so I'm like, why is this different? She disagrees. We go back and forth. Now, the thing is, is that when my wife disagrees, a lot of times she disagrees with me and and thinks that I'm being crazy. (laughs) Well, normally you probably are being crazy. So she goes to, like, I'm starting to piece it together. Like, I was suspecting what Mm -hmm. was happening here. She went to this Ray Lana sale over the weekend. It's like a secondhand kind of thing for kids. She brings back a bunch of clothes that look like they're for boys, like a lot of blues and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. She just recently had, like, a checkup appointment. I bet she found out. And then um, we were dissecting owl eggs over the weekend. Okay. Um, the No, they're not even eggs. It's like owl vomit. Kids like to do this, apparently. You go through and you find like little bones from mice. Very a uh, Lemire family <laughs> yeah. adventure thing to do. So she yells to my son, and this is where she screwed up. She goes, let's each do one, and then we'll save the other one until after the birth of Craig. No offense, to anybody that's named Craig. Yeah. But that's not a name that I would choose. You're not going for Craig? Right. So I'm like, we're going to wait. Like, baby Craig is going to play with? <laughs> and are you the- upset, Tad, that Jessica found out the gender of uh, baby number two? Are you are, are you upset because you didn't want to know? Or are you upset the way she went about it? Like, kind of behind your back? and Yes. All yeah. of the above. <laughs> okay. All of the above. <laughs> Tad, you might want to pick up the uh, private studio line there. Your wife, Jessica, is on the phone. She's been listening to all this. Now you're really in for it. Hey, first of all, it's not a boy. I think that there's something wrong with you. You're insane. So it's a girl. It's not a boy. That means it's it's a a girl. girl? It's, it's not a girl. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Right. Oh, my God. No. I'm dying. All right. Hang on one second. We're going to come back because I want to hear how Jessica is going to weasel her way out of this one. <laughs> 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Everybody knows this dirty little trick in relationships. You want one thing. Your mate wants another. So you just go and do what you want. <laughs> and then you go, oh, I don't know. Remember Ooh, talking you're about, upset about it, right? that? <laughs> My wife tried to pull this fast one on me, but I'm I'm hip to what's going on. So we have another a child expected in August, and uh, I say I don't want to know the sex, the gender, the anything. Uh, it was a surprise the first time. Life has few surprises. She was like, "Oh, it'd be nice to find out this time." Mm-hmm. So over the weekend, I found out that she not only found out the sex of the baby behind my back, but she's already given it a name. And it's a name that I never, wow. we never even discussed. I'm doing some work over the weekend. My wife had come back with some boy clothes from the Ray Lana sale. It's like mm-hmm. a secondhand mm-hmm. sale. So that was clue number one. And then her and my son were dissecting owl puke pellets. What? Because you can find like little mice teeth <laughs> in there. 
And so they were going to be working on that. And my wife calls down to him. She goes, why don't we do one each this time? And then we'll save one till after the birth of Craig. And I sat there. I was like, oh, this is good. Now I got her. I got her. Caught her red handed. So before I confessed to her, I was talking to you guys on the radio. Mm -hmm. She happened to be listening. My wife, Jessica, on the phone. I don't know what you're seeing. And I have no clue what you're talking about with the owl pellets. Like, so we were I going through the owl them. pellets. You go, Sam, why don't we each do one and save the other one until after the birth of Craig? And I'm like, again, I don't want to offend, but Craig, that's like 40 year olds are named Craig. <laughs> like that name. Who's giving a six month old an owl pellet to dissect. I'm very confused. Why would I save owl pellets? Oh, has Craig already birth? been born? Is he six months old? <laughs> yeah, well, the, like, I don't, the other know. thought was like, um, you, you went and bought some clothes and you were saying the birth of Craig. Like, I thought maybe you have a pregnant friend. I don't. I mean, none of this had to do with a pregnant friend. The birth of Craig. So who's, Had, who's Craig? Yeah. Had, do you remember that we were working on something called Birds of Prey? That was the owl pellet. We were. We were. <laughs> are you this insane? Um, the booklet <laughs> that we were working on was called the Birds of Prey, and I was telling Sam that we needed to save some until after we finished the booklet. Called the birds of prey. Not the birds of the bird. Oh my gosh. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. This whole time. Because I was wondering why she didn't want to like it until Craig comes or till, till she's like till after the birth of Craig. Did you need to have yeah. your hearing checked? Seriously. So what are we having in the end? And whatever you what have you decided for a name? We're having a baby, and I don't know. <laughs> Kara keeps you in the know every morning. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. It's 825. Temperatures dropping as we go through the morning until around 1 o'clock. Be careful on the roads. Could have some black ice. What's up, Kara? Hey, happy Fat Tuesday, y'all. Today's Mardi Gras. It's the day to eat all those rich, fatty foods you love before giving them up for Lent. Or just call it Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) If you really want to get in the spirit, there's a new spot that we've got to go check out. After struggling to open because of the pandemic, New Orleans-style restaurant in Fayette County finally opening its doors for today's celebrations. It's called Lafayette Bon Temps Tavern on the Courthouse Square. Now, owner Larry Graves is excited for the grand opening today and says even though it's cold outside, they'll come warm you up with some New Orleans favorites on the menu. Crab claws, boudin balls, crawfish etouffee, shrimp and grits. And don't forget the king cake and the beignets. Mm. All of them on deck over there. Sounds delicious. Imagine trying to open a restaurant during this time. Oh, my gosh. Just even the anxiety of is it going to make it, having to do all that. It's crazy. So support this restaurant. For sure. Where is it? It's in Fayette County on the Courthouse Square. The good news is those like beignets, you can eat those in your car. It's no problem. I've done it before. You need to eat them in your car because the powdered sugar just gets (laughs) all over your face. You all ready for a good feeling? Sometimes I get a good feeling.
So we know many events were canceled last year and may still be in jeopardy for this year, too. But there was one special gathering that just could not be stopped. Friday was the night to shine. It's a worldwide prom held at different churches all over for special needs teens and adults. So, of course, to keep everyone safe, the night was a little different this year. Over at North Star Church in Kennesaw, they had a drive through prom. So they had different tent stations set up all over the campus. Some of them had flowers. Some of them had photo booths and games and special prizes. And then it was all topped off with a walk down the red carpet where everyone was crowned king or queen of the prom. How cool is that? I wish that I had a drive through prom so nobody had to see my horrible dancing. I think the drive through prom is the way to go. Like, yeah. we didn't want to be there. We just wanted to go and take the pictures and see everybody and then go to the after party. Yeah, just sit there in the limo and drive by it while you eat the beignets. Totally. <laughs> 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 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now Drex, of course, the biggest Coldplay fan there is. And didn't you, your your wedding dance, your first song, was it that Coldplay? The, the whole wedding was oh my just choreographed, yeah. Coldplay songs? Coldplay lyrics tattooed on my arms. So when you hear a Coldplay song, it reminds you of a certain time in your it life. It reminds me of my wife. That's our thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we do Song for the Scenario, because we want to see if this works in a, in reverse. Like, songs remind you of different times. Hmm. But can I give you a situation? You pick the song that fits that situation perfectly. Song for the Scenario, Drex versus Kara. Here's your scenario. Hmm. Uh, there are some Bridgerton fans that are a little upset that apparently the Duke of Hastings isn't dating Daphne in real life. They're upset he's not dating Daphne? He's not. What isn't she his love interest on the show? Yeah, yeah but wouldn't they, they want, want him, him be... for themselves and right? like well, selfishly the not want him? No, I do. Anyone? So song for Me the scenario. Too. What song is playing in your mind when Simon enters the room? Shirtless, oh, Kara. The Duke of Hastings. There's not too many specimen of men that is on this earth that is that good looking. So of course, Marvin Gaye. Alright, good effort. Drex, what song is playing in your mind when Simon enters the room shirtless? I don't swing that way, but if I did, it would be with the Duke of Hastings. I mean, that is the yeah. pinnacle of man. One goes to dress. Yes! <laughs> Kara, that was too classic a song. Here's part two a song for the scenario. What song is playing in Drex's wife's mind when Drex enters the room shirtless, Kara? Mm, well, April is a no nonsense kind of lady, and there's just one word coming out of her mouth. Drex, it's a tough battle. No, it's not because my wife is in such a conundrum. Yes, my overweight, hairy, shirtless self walking in. There is a little bit of regurgitation that happens, but then she can't. She can't help herself. It makes her sick, but she's also really into it. <laughs> <laughs> Drex the winner. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.